Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello, Kules. Welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Gabriel Quiroga, here in the Spanish capital. And in today's episode, we're going to dissect... FC Barcelona's loss last night at the hands of Almeria. But before we dive into that, a quick word from our sponsor, NordVPN. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Are you tired of hackers and cyber criminals snooping around your online activities? Do you want to safely access your favorite shows and content from anywhere in the world? Then you need NordVPN, the best VPN on the market. And the good news is that there's an exclusive birthday deal just for you. Buy NordVPN now and win extra subscription time. With NordVPN, you can protect your online activity and keep your private information away from prying eyes. And if you're traveling abroad, don't worry. Connect to a NordVPN server in your home country and safely enjoy content as if you never left. So what are you waiting for? Visit nordvpn.com Barca now to get this special birthday deal. Shield your data from snoops and criminals with NordVPN's state-of-the-art encryption. Safely listen to podcasts, stream shows, or simply browse in complete privacy. Again, visit nordvpn.com Barca. The link is in the show notes. Get NordVPN now and enjoy a safe and private online experience. Last night, Barca suffered a loss at the hands of Alberia last night, 1-0. As Barcelona now are seven points atop Madrid in the league table. Now, this is complicated because it really depends on your reference point. Do you think Barca is quote-unquote good? If you believe that, then this run right now is the worst timing possible. But if you still think Barca lacks upper echelon talent and has been skating by with these performances based on luck and opponents, then this run of these two matches between Manchester United and Almeria explains a lot. 
Now, I'm in the camp that I still believe that Barcelona need a lot of improvement, but most importantly, coaching. Now, I'm still on the Chavineta and everything, but there are some warning signs for me in this last week where I'm really hoping that Chavi takes this and learns from this and is able to adapt accordingly. Last night was a big moment to take advantage of Almeria and getting that 10-point cushion. Almeria is not that great. This was the first time Almeria beat Barcelona in their history. We've seen these performances before. When Barca come off a tough loss, they come out flat. Now, I don't want to throw these players under the bus, but they have a professional duty to not come out flat for this performance. Last night just felt like a moment where a moment missed. And I don't know, you know, if we're doing a sliding scale of percentages, I don't know if it's Chavi's coaching adaptability at like 60%, the player's effort at 40%, and the team lineup at 10 to 15%. It's really disheartening because, of course, the team had been playing well since the World Cup. The defense was putting in really solid performances, leading Europe in shutouts. And then Xavi started tinkering with the defense, and now we are seeing the results of that. When we saw the sheet come out last night, the back line, I knew it was going to be a difficult night. Should Christensen have done better on that goal? Sure. But, again, I think it's more about Barcelona's missed opportunities last night rather than giving up the quick goal in the 20 minute or so. Barcelona had more than 47 crosses last night. And you heard me on the last podcast that I said, we need to cross the ball more. But as I was explaining to my friend today, talking about this, there are ways to cross, and then there's ways to cross. And last night, I still cannot understand how these professional football players cannot connect more accurately on passes from the flank. It is one of those fundamentals that I believe that professional footballers, especially on the wing, should be able to have in their arsenal. Now, I understand that Barcelona's philosophy is not this, but at the same time, you are a professional footballer. You should be able to have some quality crosses into the box to create havoc. How many times did we overshoot our crosses or get them blocked? It's just ridiculous. You know, it just just felt last night as we were just throwing anything at the wall, but with not a plan. I'm all about putting those crosses out of desperation. But how could 
we have 47 crosses and essentially have two shots on goal. That's just, it's, the numbers just don't add up. Like you would think it'd be five or six just from the ping pong effect or the pinball effect that happens in the box. And we were only able to get two shots on goal. Again, we still won the possession, of course. But again, it's just frustrating with seeing this type of effort and lack of planning. And I think one of the things for me that is most difficult watching, especially last night's performance, is our depth is just not as good as we think. Now, you remember the time, you know, of Xavi and Iniesta when we had to plug and play some depth in there. We were able to play really well because we had world-class players around the roster, around the pitch. So you're able to, to maybe hide those discrepancies. But now, there's no hiding. You know, there's quite a drop-off from our first gala to our second. And if you're going to use the second, which is perfectly fine, you need to come up with some plans of attack that are going to be effective. Now, I thought Chavi was going to be a more calming presence on the sideline. And this is just a pet peeve of mine now, just watching coaches yell for no reason. And, you know, we saw Chavi last night get a yellow card. He's not going to be at the Valencia match this weekend. I'm attending that match this weekend. And I just want to see Chavi be more cool under pressure. You know, that's what he was as a player. And maybe it is because he's not playing. He has to feel that he is... You need to bark a little bit louder. But as I was telling my friend today, I said, when was the last time a referee changed his decision because the coach was arguing with him? Never. It's never going to happen. So why waste your energy? Like, why waste your energy so much on the bad calls? You know, if it's the bad call, it's a bad call, but it's not going to get overturned. And this is where my next point, I really think that La Liga needs to implement like a VAR challenge so that we can avoid these issues, as we saw in the Atletico-Real Madrid match with Correa and his elbow. You know, if we have a VAR challenge, we feel more secure in the decision-making by the referees. This is a tough, tough run right now because now Barca head to the Bernabeu on Thursday, and it's going to be a tough, tough match. Now, I understand this is for Copa del Rey, but if Madrid win the momentum and the confidence will start to grow and that'll be three defeats in a row for Barcelona now. It's also going to be really tough conditions. We are currently having a freeze here in Madrid. It is going to be minus five probably at kickoff Celsius. That does not favor Barcelona at all. Now, I'm curious to see how we're going to roll out because we just learned today that Lewandowski is going to be out two weeks. Now, he has been struggling since the World Cup, and we knew the World Cup was going to have an effect on some of these players playing through the World Cup, and Lewandowski has been one of those casualties. Yes, he has been. Yes, he has two goals, but one was a penalty. 
And the other one was kind of a sloppy finish, if you want to call it that. It's not the typical Lewandowski clinical finish. And we have seen how heavy his touch has been. And more importantly, he just hasn't been as spry as he was at the beginning of the season. Now, unfortunately, I think this injury comes at a time where he needs to take that break. But this is a match, for example, last night where maybe you sit Lewandowski out and bring him in the last 10 minutes. Because Lewandowski has not missed a match, essentially. And if we're going to rotate, let's rotate. But it's really unfortunate because Lewandowski has been significant for us this season. Obviously, the late run of his lack of scoring hasn't helped us in these last two to three weeks. But again, it's going to be so difficult now with this run, you know, especially coming to Madrid here and seeing how Madrid could capitalize on this. Now, obviously, it can go the other way as well. I'm not saying that Barcelona are going to fold by any means, but not having our biggest guns and depending on Alba, Busquets, Sergio Roberto, I just don't have faith in that. That track record is not as good, most recent, in play of, you know, imagine Madrid scores one early. Do we have that fight from those players? Those are supposed to be our captains, okay? Now, I understand it's sports, right? But, man, we're, we're missing Pedri. We're missing Lewandowski. Rafinha cannot score. Dembele's out. Ferran can't score. I still don't have confidence in him. Ansu's out. Jesus Christ. I mean, we're going to start doing tryouts here for some attacking players. We are so thin right now. We cannot afford any more injuries. Now, I'm curious to see if maybe Alba goes up front and we use some of his pace to help, you know, even out the odds and use Balde in the left back, we're going to have to get creative. And this is where Xavi needs to get creative. We cannot just sit back and put Marcos Alonso back on defense. This is driving me crazy lately. When I think of defensive stopper in the last 15 minutes, the last person I'm thinking of is Marcos Alonso. I'm sorry. Now, Again, like I said, Barcelona are up seven points. It's still a significant gap, but it is closing. It is closing. And with the way the team is trending, mainly because of injuries that are ultimately leading to just stagnant performances, La Liga's not over and Madrid are coming. Now, I just want to highlight a couple of things with our wing play. You know, last night with Rafinha and Ferran Torres playing, I just, I don't know what it is. I just don't know what it is. I don't know if it's their, the lack of gold that is just losing confidence for me in them match by match. And of course, Rafinha has scored some goals here and there, but the lack of consistency is what's really driving 
my patience with them. It's really difficult to score at this level, to be really consistent. And we've taken that for granted in the last 20 years, obviously with having Messi, Luis Suarez, David Villa, these players that would come in and score basically every other weekend. Even Pedro, when he was in there, was scoring pretty consistently as well when he had his chances. But now is the moment that these players have to take this pressure and show what they have. I'm talking about Ferran most, but Ferran and Rafinha need to take this opportunity. Are you a superstar player? Do you want to be considered an elite player? You need to take the helm. You need to do something magical. Because I know on the other side on Thursday night, Madrid are going to be chomping at the bit. Vinicius is going to be chomping at the bit. Valverde is going to be chomping at the bit. Kamavinga, Chomani, those guys are going to be chomping at the bit knowing that we are wounded right now. I just want to hit on a couple last comments that we got from our Patreon community. One of the questions that was brought up from Taurin was mindset of mediocrity. And there is something to that. I think that these players right now are feeling the pressure of what it is to go through a campaign like this. And that, to me, is another thing where the Europa League elimination the other night hurts this. Because I feel if we get through with Manchester United, that gives this team an ultimate lift going through. Beating Manchester United in Manchester with a thin lineup, I think, gives this team an ultimate lift. But again, they were not able to get through that, you know. And this team is still young. But man, there is, I mean, think about all in the last, you know, especially the last five years, after how many coaches we've had, how many different lineups, and it's still the same kind of mindset. I don't know if we need to do a cleansing session here with the locker room or have a shaman come in and help, but we need to do something to change this mindset. And, you know, I'm just thinking personally, when I think of my mindset to succeed, it's because it's based on successful experiences in the past. And I really hope that these players can win La Liga because that will help them push on forward and maybe change that mindset going forward. Abdi had a good question, or actually a good comment here. Do Barca send any video analysts to any games to figure out other teams' weaknesses or one approach fit all? And that's a great question because we found out that Manchester United sent, what, 8 to 10 video analysts over the weekend before their matchup to get further analytics and data on Barcelona. And this is the type of thing where... You have to find whatever edge you can in professional sports. Ten Hag is doing a spectacular job since the World Cup. They just won the the cup over the weekend, and Ten Hag cannot do anything wrong. Ten Hag was always going to be a good coach. He was proven at Ajax. I thought he was going to be a good fit for Barcelona. Ultimately, he did not get that job. But I always thought he was going to be a great coach at a higher level just because of what he was able to do with Ajax and the way he was able to have them play. I don't know, Abde. I, I really hope they do, but as we are seeing 
with these performances and lack of adaptation to new ideas, I just don't see it. Now, maybe they have, I have seen some video where they have a video analyst talking, but it's just one and it's basic tactics because we still have this mindset that we are mighty Barcelona right now with this team and that the Escudo is going to carry us three points all the time. And that's just not the case anymore. We have to be in the fight and ready to play these matches. I cannot believe last night what I was hearing in the comments where, for example, Eric Garcia was saying, we could we didn't match Almeria's pressure and intensity. It's like, Eric Garcia, out of all the players, you need to be matching this because you're not playing that often. When you get playing time, you should be running with as if your, your hair is on fire. I put a comment to our Patreon community just asking for their overall impressions of what we should talk about and the majority of them was just talking about this mindset and I couldn't agree more there has to be something that changes and ultimately winning does do that but at the same time these players again that's why I wanted Europa League succession because they had to figure out how to go through these amount of matches and traveling and having the pressure of what it is to be an FC Barcelona player I really hope that on Thursday night that Barcelona are able to put on a quality performance. Obviously not lose. I don't want them to lose. But a, but able to save face to have a chance on the return leg at the Camp Nou. I'm really worried about this match. I would say this is probably the most important match of the season. This This match has so many scenarios and a lot of them are going to hurt the upcoming weeks of Barcelona if Madrid win, and especially how they win. If Madrid put up Alisa, for example, ojo, ojo. If Madrid win one nothing, I think that'll be a moral victory considering our lineup and lack of depth right now. The last thing I want to touch on is just these young players on the bench right now, Torre and Alacon. I think they should get a chance. I mean, why not, right? We've already given a chances to Ferran, Rafinha, and Ansu's who's hurt right now. I mean, give these players a chance and see what they can do. They are hungry, and they want to help the team. So, I mean, why not put them out there more often? But at the same time, put them when there's 15 minutes left in the match. So they can actually make an, make an imprint on the game, not for the last two minutes. You know, that, that never works in football never 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 anyway that's all i got for you for today on wednesday troy will join me as we will do a scouting on madrid and find out more about the injury situation that barcelona is facing and who is actually going to be able to play against them in the bernabeu have a good monday and we'll talk to you on wednesday Podcast Network.